We're going through crazy times as a country, and it's been really hard on our kids. But what if it was even worse? What if everything our kids knew about life was stripped away from them, and they had to make it through life without us? What kind of people would they be? As we focus on prayer this month, there's a story in the Bible of one kid who went through the worst of times, but was faithful, always responsible, and completely trustworthy. His story is one I'm certain you already know, but I think you should know just a little bit more about it. So let's cue the intro, and then I'll share it with you. What truth are we speaking into the next generation? What legacy are we creating for those we care about? Are we making a difference so that our kids will know Jesus? Hi, my name is Tasha Williams, and the answers to these questions really matter to me. And if you're a Christ follower, I'm sure they matter to you too. I'm the founder of the Family Disciple Me ministry, and we are convinced that there's power in our Jesus stories, that God's Word is life-changing, and that discipleship doesn't have to be intimidating. So join us as we talk about faith, Scripture, relevant topics, intentional discipleship, and the next generation. Friends, it starts with a conversation. So let's get going on this podcast right now. As the worldwide COVID-19 pandemic continues to wreak havoc, and as we walk through our annual May You Pray campaign, a story from the Bible encourages and compels me. Our verse this past week was morning, noon, and night, I cry out, and the Lord hears my voice from Psalm 55. 17. King David wrote this verse, and his example gives us an amazing example to follow. But there was another person who followed David's example in crying out in prayer to God. About 500 years after David was a man named Daniel. Now, everybody knows the story of Daniel in the lion's den. And most people have heard of the story of how Daniel and his friends only ate vegetables and turned out healthier for it, inspiring what we call the Daniel fast. The Bible also says that Daniel had a reputation for getting down on his knees and praying three times a day. He lived out the truth of what David taught in Psalm fifty-five, seventeen. Today, I want you to consider the possible story behind Daniel's story, because I believe it can inspire us as parents and families to invest spiritually in the next generation. You see, just like we're discipling our kids in Psalm 55, 17 and other verses during May You Pray— Daniel may very well have been trained in those exact same verses. Daniel was born into a noble family. He was somehow related to the royal family in Israel, maybe through blood or or through position. Daniel would have had significant opportunity in his life. But then the worst of the worst happened. His hometown of Jerusalem, it was besieged, then it was plundered and destroyed. His entire family was probably annihilated. 
Then Daniel was hauled off into captivity to Babylon, about 900 miles away. His entire life was stripped away from him. It was the worst of the worst. But then once in Babylon, Daniel lost even more. He was made into a eunuch. He was put through a complete three-year re-education program. He was forced into the service of a pagan ruler. His identity was changed. And though we know him as Daniel, he was called Belshazzar, an homage to the chief god worshipped in Babylon. This city, known as the Gate of the Gods, it tried to completely remake Daniel. But here's the thing, and here's why I tell you this story now, because when all this took place, Daniel was somewhere between 11 and 17 years old. Stop and think about that. He was just a kid. He was just a teenager. His parents and his family, they only had about a decade with him before everything about his life changed and was altered forever. Still, Even though every single aspect of his life shifted on the outside, the core of who Daniel was, it didn't change. He wouldn't give in to the temptation set before him. He worked hard to learn and to understand. He was bold in what God showed him. He was prayerful, worshipful, prophetic. And as scripture says in the New Living Translation, Daniel was faithful, always responsible, and completely trustworthy. Why was he that kind of person? Daniel obviously chose to cling to God no matter what, but I believe there was also a story behind his story. Daniel must have had parents or grandparents or other godly caring adults who trained him to live for the Lord. In however many years they had with him before Jerusalem was destroyed, I believe his family taught him to fear the Lord, to have spiritual disciplines, to be faithful, to be honest, to be prayerful. These disciplines didn't just pop up out of nowhere once he got to Babylon as an 11-year-old or as a teenager. These godly patterns were ingrained in him by somebody before he ever was taken away from home. This, my friend, is discipleship. When I talk about discipling our kids, it's not a small thing. COVID-19 has shown us how quickly our world can change. What are we doing with the time we have with our kids? Are we using our time like Daniel's family surely did? This past week, I had a few great conversations with my kids about our current Family Disciple Me theme, May You Pray Three Times a Day, based on Psalm 5517 and Daniel's example. As of last week, my youngest is now a teenager, so all my kids have phones or devices. So we took some time as a family to set prayer alarms to go off three times a day on each of our phones. Everybody got to choose their own three times, their own three sounds. And as we're still somewhat in quarantine, I have to tell you, it was funny to hear the different times everybody's phones are going off. And let me just add, if your kids are too young for devices, just be sure to set prayer alarms 
with some sort of sound other than your regular rings, dings, and beeps on your own device. And I can guarantee you, your little ones will notice when your phone alarm goes off. And at some point, they're going to ask you about it. And that will be the perfect moment for you to teach them about how you're seeking the Lord with the discipline of praying multiple times a day. Along the way, my family has also talked about each of us having one huge impossible prayer request that we pray for each time our phone alarms go off this month. And that brings me to the next in our May You Pray series. May you pray, then watch and wait, based on Psalm 5-3 in the NLT. This talks about being expectant, knowing that God hears our prayers, and then waiting with anticipation. If we know the Lord, our job as parents is to teach and train the next generation about Him. It's our responsibility to seek Him, speak Him. It's our privilege to make Christ known and His Word home. I don't know about you, but I want my kids to walk with the Lord all the days of their lives. Once they grow up, they get to choose if they'll be faithful always responsible and completely trustworthy like Daniel. They'll get to choose whether they'll pray three times a day or not. They'll get to choose if they want to have a godly legacy like Daniel has. Those are their choices. But my choice today is to do what I believe Daniel's family did. I'm going to point my kids to prayer I'm going to point them to God's Word. I'm going to challenge them to be disciplined, responsible, and faithful. I'm going to guide them to Jesus. I don't know what the future holds. I don't know if it'll be the best of times or worst of times, but I do know this. Discipleship starts with a conversation. What about you? Will you join me in this? You know, Daniel had some pretty well-known faithful friends who stood with him for God in Babylon. Friends who most certainly had parents, grandparents, and families who discipled them just like Daniel was trained. Friend, let's do this together. Let's do our best to raise some kids who know how to live for God and pray in the best of times and in the worst of times. Thank you for joining me in this podcast. You can find the conversation that goes along with May You Pray, Then Watch and Wait by clicking on the show notes for this podcast. In closing, I would like to pray over you the prayer that I'm certain Daniel's parents prayed over him. It's from the book of Numbers, and it says, May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he turn his countenance towards you. And in the best of times and in the worst of times, may he give you peace. Go with God, my friend. And remember, discipleship starts with a conversation.